Dear lovers of Epochold, welcome back to Epochold. How has the week been for you? The podcast for the week is passing comment on weed and drunkenness and what does God say about it? What does the Bible say about it? This is divided into eight segments, and the first segment is establishing the fact that life is messy. The second segment is defining good versus godliness. We're going to get there. And the third segment is talking about where we can find weed in the Bible and drunkenness. And the fourth is what does God say about our pain? And the fifth is what role can parents play when they find out about their children taking weed or having a drinking problem and the sixth thing is what part can we christians play probably as friends and the seventh thing is i'm going to give word of advice and encouragement and the eighth thing which is the last thing is the prayer so let's get right to that segment one establishing the fact that life is messy one thing i wanted us to start with is the fact that life can be messy i think we can all agree to that that most things that have happened to us in our lives are not things that we said we wanted are not things by choice and they just happen and to have some kind of control over our lives we we do something we we take a wrong step we take whatever way of escape for us just to have some kind of control over our lives because i think like everyone else we hate it when we don't have control over a situation. Segment two, the need to correct the wrong ideology about what is good and what is bad, good versus godly, like I mentioned. There is something that I need to state out to us, and that has to do with correcting the ideology about what is good and what is bad. Because we tend to think um, God is good and Satan is bad. I mean, that's what we've been taught. Fortunately, Pastor Sunlokwe Moody of Sikamot Church talked about it. Let me read out this quote. It says here that we think of it as God is good and Satan is bad. But don't miss it. God is God and Satan is Satan. Sometimes Satan can use goodness to be devilish. God is always good, but good is not always God. God is God. Satan is Satan. Follow God, not goodness. Segment 3. Where does weed and drunkenness fall under in the Bible? So to the next point, where does weed fall under in the Bible? A lot of us are dying spiritually because we don't have the full understanding of things or because we don't have the patience to actually search the Bible about a lot of things. Okay, let's look at this because it will interest you to know that weed falls under the lust of flesh. And what is it? The lust of flesh is all desired, all desires centered in your nature without regard to the will of God. It is that that constantly fights against the things of God in your life. The lust of flesh is contrary to the desire to do God's will. If you look at it very well, when um, the, the individuals interviewed were talking about weed, um, the, the meaning of weed, and they talked about the fact that weed makes you oblivious of reality. And you can't be oblivious of reality and do God's will. You know what? Let me not get ahead of myself. Let me read out some scriptures to you. Proverbs 23 verse 21. For the every drinker and the gluten will come to poverty, and drowsiness will clothe one with rags. 
A piece of knowledge here, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and do not make plans to satisfy the fleshy self to fulfill its lust. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22, Paul said that, Flee also youthful lust, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace, and with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Luke chapter 21, verse 34 to 36, and it says, Be on your guard. Don't let yourself become occupied with too much feasting and drinking and with the worries of this world, or that day may catch, may suddenly catch you like a trap. For it will come upon all people everywhere on earth. Be on the alert and pray always that you will have the strength to go safely through all these things that will happen and to stand before the Son of Man. Before I forget, Ola said during the interview on drunkenness that his advice to the world would be that rather than turn to these things, it's better to face your demons like a man or like a woman because eventually you will overcome them. Now, if the Bible says that we should be sober and alert, I don't know how that can be possible if we are high on weed or if we are drunk. Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 5 says, But you must keep control of yourself in all circumstances. Can you say you are in control of yourself when you take weed or when you are drunk? Endure suffering, do the work of a preacher, of, a, of the good news, and perform your, few, your whole duty as a servant of God. Okay, just look what I said. First John chapter 2, verse 6. For everything in this world, the lust of flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. Alright, so where does weed fall under? Let's agree that it falls under the lust of flesh. So we know that weed is in the Bible. And Jesus talked about it. God talked about weed. Segment 4. What does God say about our pain? What does God say about our pain? Psalm 34 verse 18 says, The Lord is near to those who are discouraged. He saves those who have lost all hope. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 7 says, Give all your worries and cares to God for He cares about you. Like, give it to Him because He cares about you. Like, that thing that only you understand. He knows about it and He cares about that thing. That little thing that everyone is saying is so little, but it's very important to you. He cares for you. Okay, let's look at Hebrews chapter 2, verse 3. And it says here that, So what makes you think that we can escape if we ignore this great salvation that was first announced by the Lord Jesus himself and then delivered to us by those who heard him speak? And God confirmed the message by giving signs and wonders and various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit whenever he chose. You can't escape the world. The weed is an escape. Drunkenness, the alcohol is an, so much of it is an escape, but you can't. You can't escape it if you decide to ignore this great salvation. What makes us feel like that peace, that void that we're trying to fill, will forever be filled by other by other things apart from receiving Jesus Christ into our lives? Segment five. What part can parents play? What is the part that they should play, in fact? And let's talk about this in an African society. And I'm not going to talk about how a parent should feel. I think a parent, every parent should feel disappointed, maybe in the child and even in themselves, and ask questions like, where did I go wrong? It comes up. But let's talk about what a parent can do when you find out that your child is on this. The first approach should be asking God what to do. Because let's not forget that the devil comes to steal. 
it comes to steal. And it does not steal by taking away, it, comes, it steals by adding, adding problems to your life. So the first approach is to ask God for what to do. And then it is in what he tells you that you know how to approach the child. And prayer is never too much. But most importantly, have a conversation with your child and try to understand how that child thinks. Because it's understanding how a person thinks, can you actually help the person? Because Joshua mentioned that maybe he would have been an addict if his parents did not address, did not approach the issue the way they did. Segment 6. What part can friends, can Christians play? The first approach should be love. And you have to be careful not to come out judging. Because the first thing they will say is that if you were me, you would probably be on this. So we have to be careful now we approach things and make sure that whatever we do, we do in love. Go back to God, find out how to approach it. Because I mean, God's wisdom is very important. Segment seven, word of advice and encouragement. But I just want to establish the fact that you matter to God. But before I get to that, I want to talk about the part of personal responsibility. Um, it's not by power, it's not by mind, but by the Spirit of God, I understand that, which is very, very true. You have to make the personal decision to change. You have to make the personal, you can't just say, if God wants to do it, he will do it. No, personally, you have to take responsibility for your life and realize that this is not the way. You, Bishop Oedipo will say something, he says something, he says you cannot overcome something that you don't hate. You cannot overcome something that you that you don't detest and that is the truth until you say enough is enough it will keep coming back okay now let's let me share scriptures with you about the fact that you matter to god first john chapter 15 verse 13 says the greatest love a person can have for his friends is to give his life for them and jesus christ did that that means he considers us as friends friends so if you see weed as your friend god is a greater friend Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 it says I alone God was talking here I alone know the plans I have for you plans to bring you prosperity and not disaster plans to bring about the future you hope for another translation here the the message translation says I know what I am doing I have it all planned out Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for. John chapter 3 verse 6, it says, For God loved the world so much that he gave his only son, so that everyone who believes in him may not die but have eternal life. And verse 17 says here that, For God did not send his son into the world to be its judge, but to be its savior. When the Pharisees went to Christ and they are like, why are you among the sinners? He said, the doctor is not for the healthy, it's for the sick. He did not come here for the righteous, he came here for the sinners. Okay, right here, I wrote seven reasons why we should trust God. And I got, out, I got it from a TikTok video that I saw. And the first one here is that he knows you by name. And then the second one is that he's always thinking about you. Do we realize that God is very intentional about us? Like, he's deliberate with his actions when he has to do with us. And then the third one is that he will fight for you. The God that said, hold your peace and I will fight for you, ain't joking. And the sixth, oh no, the fifth thing we have here is that he will never leave you nor forsake you. And the sixth thing is that he is the best friend you could ever have. I think the moment we begin to realize that God is the best friend we can have, 
we let go of other things and the last thing is that he has already given his life for you and the once we focus on the holy spirit rather than our problems we just realize that these things that bother us don't do that anymore segment eight the prayer father god i know there is pain in this fallen world you told us that there would be and we know the enemies of our souls want to torment us remind us of your truth lord let us reflect on them and wrap ourselves up in them when we are in pain or when we feel alone you said in numbers 23 verse 19 that you are not a man that should lie if you said something you would do it if you spoke it you will make it good thank you for always answering us when we call and thank you that you said in romans 8 verse 27 when we don't know what to pray for that the holy spirit will pray for us thank you good lord that no matter what we go through you will always be there we pray this in the in jesus precious precious name amen amen when jesus christ was ascending he gave us the holy spirit so i can be our friend our comforter our teacher because he knows that the devil will be sending a lot of things to be our friends like weed i mean devil tell you and who created just like he told eve like who created weed is it not god and he said anything he created is good so why so taking weed is good taking too much of alcohol is good is, is good since god created this all and let's not forget that follow god not good we've got into the end of this and i really hope you're able to get a lot of things from this comment from this comment video god loves you i love you like this video subscribe to epoch world leave your comments share more tell me more if i did not say anything you no know, tell me tell me let me know we're learning together and we're growing together god loves you rededicate your life to god if you have to give your life to god if you have to but most importantly submit to him surrender to him and it will come true for you he always does he does not lie i love you guys i love you i love you i love you i love you bye i will see you guys next